Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I, Allison, where, did you, where did you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. <laughs> A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We and talk about all sorts and, of dirty stuff, yeah. but also parenting stuff. Yeah. So check out Childish new episodes every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in the pod cabin with someone who you know and love, and so do I. It's my husband, Daniel. He's in the middle of a pretty severe allergy attack, and he also, yeah. he's been burping. Well, I, I was just getting him out. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to uh, inflict them upon the ears the sensitive ears of our listeners. That's thoughtful of you. So I just, I burped away. Yes. Which suggests you have like a really strong burp command mm -hmm. because you were like, I got to get them out ahead of time. Mm -hmm. I practiced a lot in my youth. Many I did hours too, actually. Burps. I thought that to be able to make yourself burp, I was like, you'd never feel alone. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous. No, but you draw people towards you with the <laughs> popularity of your burps. No, for me, it wasn't even that because that that's just science. Like that just makes good right. sense. You, you no. just like burp out in the wild and kids would come running yeah. towards you. No, I didn't mean that it would be like a beguiling siren cry or like no one can resist my burps, um, though that has you know turned out to be true. No, I thought of it like, my God. If you had that, sort of like when you hear guys say like, if I could suck my dick, I'd, I'd never leave the house. Jesus Christ. What kind of podcast is this? <laughs> I was like, if I could make myself burp, I would be endlessly entertained and I would never want oh. for, for another person because I could just sit home, make myself burp, laugh, make myself burp, laugh. I'd be like, like inviolate. But isn't it? Like tickling yourself, like it's not as funny when it's you. You know, your own burp isn't as funny to you as someone else's burp. Or you inflicting a burp upon someone. Yeah, I guess. I don't think it was really for humor, though, despite what I just said. I don't know. It just It'd seemed just so fun. cool. Yeah, and then when I actually learned how to do it, I spent a long college night with my friend Elisa because she knew how to do it. And she was like, it's all about the in-burp, which is like forcing air in. Because yeah. everyone always said all growing up i would always interrogate anyone if they knew how to do it and it's like oh you just you just swallow air you just swallow air it is it's way more complicated than that you basically for it's not just swallowing air it's forcing air in with the purpose of then expelling it right i think those people know they just don't want anyone else to know they're they're keep, they're hiding it. They're keeping it a secret. They want to be. Well, it's an not exclusive. special if everyone can do it. You can't go to a party and entertain the entire party with your burps. 
if yeah. every single person at the party can do the same thing. Right, it's the participation trophy of bodily functions. Well, no, it's like it's like magic tricks. If everyone knew how to do all the magic tricks, no one would be dazzled by your trick, right? So you got to Yeah. You got to keep it secret. I guess, but like I can raise one eyebrow. It can raise both eyebrows separately and I can also I don't know if you know this, Daniel. I can cross I my feel eyes like maybe, individually. And if anyone asks, well, the eyes I can't explain. I, but with the eyebrows, I will tell them how to do it. I feel like you trained yourself to raise each eyebrow separately. And then you've been, you said, this is it. I'll never, I'll never, this is the peak. And that you've been coasting ever since. I peaked at like age 10. Here's the problem, actually. I don't know if you've ever seen video of me. Never. Do you go out of your way to avoid it? I'm worried what'll happen if I see video of you. You mean you might have a realization and then... I'll be like, I guess she doesn't have it. I need to find <laughs> someone who has it. And what's the it? You know, that that sparkle factor. <laughs> so I, I try to avoid video of you. Right. I thought you might realize that you don't want to be with me anymore. It, well, because I don't have it. Yeah, I'm only with you because I, I calculated that you have it. The Q factor? I think that's what they call it. Q factor. I is get, it that thing that makes men want to be me and women want to be with me other way around? Sure. Y- is y- it that little something that makes you want to be my, someone want me to be their best friend, their new best friend? Right. It's just, it's just that ineffable sort of star quality. And I don't want to, I don't want to realize you, you, you're devoid of it. Do you think I have it right now? Not with me. Certainly not at at any point when you're around me. I just feel like maybe you have it with other people, and that's what I'm banking on. (laughs) So you entered into a relationship with me. I bought a stock and I I, with the idea that that stock would go up, but I don't want to read the annual reports. (laughs) To find out the truth. Yeah. It's just like I'm letting the money stay in that stock, and I'm keeping my head down. This is a long-term investment. Wow. So you entered into a relationship with me under the premise Mm -hmm. that though you've never seen it, Mm -hmm. I just probably have it and it comes out when you're not around. It being that star quality. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. But you've seen me on stage. Uh, Between you and me, though, mm. it doesn't come out on stage. I mean, it does. It's on. It's a specifically a television thing. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. We'll see. I, occasionally, it makes an appearance on stage. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's what people say. Haven't you, we ever been around friends and I've told a hilarious story and you've been like, "It, she's got it." Never. <laughs> so anyway, what was I saying though? You were talking about burping. Oh no, I was talking about my eyebrows. Oh, your eyebrows. <laughs> you know what you should do is write on the wall, like, burps, flatulence, you know, the, and then if you forget what you're talking about, just look, it's going to be one of the five. <laughs> one of the five pillars of this podcast? Yeah. Okay, so anyway. Oh, yeah, I was saying, have you ever seen video of me? And you are saying you avoid it. Mm-hmm. For the for this for our the sake of the our illusion, yeah. For the safe safe what the sake of our marriage. That's right. And the safety of I your... do it for the kids. Mm-hmm. So anyway, one of my eyebrows 
can't stop going up and down. Like I almost want to Botox it. Like you overtrained it. it. It's like it's an, it's trying to please you now. <laughs> it's like over eager. Like look at me, yes. look at me, look at me. <laughs> yes. I can do it. I can do it. Yes, yes. It's like, that is, I wish I I'm no, I, I'm not in control of, of it anymore. The only right. like I can control. It's like if you have magic, you know what it is? What? It's like Frozen, which we've seen only 600 times. Mm-hmm. Her natural state is to make ice with her powers. She has to con- mm-hmm. she has to like concentrate and hide and conceal, right. don't feel, to not do it. Right. I have to purposefully hold my eyebrows still. On their own, they yep. are just like doing their own, like Bob, Bob, not really bobbing, weaving. They're just bobbing. They're just up and down and up and down. It's mm-hmm. specifically one more than the other. It's somewhat distracting. Yeah, like I really am like I should get Botox to just tell that fucker to chill out. But I think had I not unlocked this power, yeah, the power to separately move my eyebrows. You wouldn't be sitting here today. Come worried about my eyebrow destroying my right. career. Right. Classic monkey paw. What is the monkey's paw? It's a, isn't it um, that you get your wish, but it's not how, you know, it's like, I wish I could live forever, but you get life sentence in prison. So you're, you know, or whatever. It's like you get your wish, but it's the devil's bargain. Oh. So it's, uh, it's not as I you would a, like it. Right. I made it right. I made a Faustian bargain. Or like in Little Mermaid. And yes, I don't know why all my references are Disney today. It's because we have children. Yeah. Like in Little Mermaid, she has a beautiful singing voice under the sea. Actually, I'm not sure if that's right. But she really wants legs because she's in love with Prince Eric. So she makes a deal for legs, but she doesn't realize she's not going to have a voice. Right. I got to look up Monkey's Paw. Um, And while I'm looking that up, Let's share. In the original Little Mermaid story, doesn't she turn into sea foam at the end? That sounds right, but I, I don't know. it's called foam. Oh, really? What so. is a foam party? A foam party? Yeah. I've never heard of it. You haven't? No. I bring you on to be in touch with what the youth of America is, it, is I, doing. My guess is, does everyone like, uh, is it a situation where everyone makes a bunch of foam and then they dance in the foam? Uh, you know what? That is my guess too. My guess is that it's like some kind of like mud wrestling, but there's f- what? Well, is I know f- that and dance in like at dance clubs. I know in Mexico they would do this, where they would just like fill the dance uh, floor with with bubbles and foam. What is bubbles and foam though? Like suds? Probably like soap suds. That so they probably have slippery. a machine that just creates it and bubbles. blows it out to the because. I only know foam party as a reference that people make when they're making jokes. Like, oh, my neighbor's having a foam party. Oh, I guess I'm not going to go to any more foam parties or something like that. We'll look it up. I'm going to look it up. I also feel like it happens in Las Vegas. But that'd be consistent with my... Foam party. A foam party. Mm. Ooh, yeah, you're right, Daniel. Is a social event at which participants dance to music on a dance floor covered in several feet of suds or bubbles dispensed from a foam Don't people machine. slip and slide on that? Like, isn't that dangerous? Well, people also ask, are foam parties dangerous? Um, oh, they can bring on nausea and vomiting if too much is inhaled or swallowed. And they can create slippery spots on the floor. If you haven't heard of the foam party fad, you're not alone. Mm, hidden hazards, it says. 
Danielle is currently opening the door to let our dog out because she's decided she's had enough of our particular kind of wit, and she's going to go listen to um, WTF. Okay, so The Monkey's Paw is a supernatural, this is Wikipedia, supernatural short story. I think I'll be the judge of whether it's super. Uh, by author W.W. Jacobs, first published in England in the collection The Lady of the Barge in 1902. In the story, three wishes are granted to the owner of the monkey's paw, but the wishes come with an enormous price for interfering with fate. Mm. But is it actually uh, the paw of a monkey? I think so. Well, why does he have that? I don't know. It seems like a, a, a magical object to have. It's not, you know, it's like some somewhat exotic. I just feel bad for the monkey. Can I tell, uh, I'm going to sneeze. And by the way, do monkeys have paws? Don't monkeys have hands? The monkey's hand. Can I tell you something weird and sort of upsetting, but not that upsetting? I have noticed lately that I have less of a visceral reaction than I used to to stories of animals being hurt or killed. And I don't mean like animal abuse or something, but just in general, I've always been an animal person and it's always affected me on a deep level, like hearing of people, you know, hunting and that kind of stuff. And trying to think, there's been like a few of them. Um, Oh, or like hearing that, you know, uh, Trump just pushed through something that's going to create the destruction of billions of birds. Um, and I used to have a strong reaction to it, but now I just have an intellectual, like, mm, but I don't feel it in my body, which is actually better. Like I, you know, it, it, it's hard to be such a bleeding heart person that everything, every injustice and every sadness you hear causes mm-hmm. you to have a physical reaction, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I feel like the edges of my compassion are starting to fray in 2020 and I'm like full up on other stuff. So it's weird. It's like, I, I, I feel like, am I, am I slowly turning into a sociopath? And I really don't mm-hmm. think so, but it actually made me wonder, is that, or maybe it's compassion fatigue. There's a term for that. I almost want to write something about it or talk to a, a therapist, not my, I might message my own therapist, but I mean, like, I, I want to write, like, explore, is this a thing that is happening in the pandemic that things that used to cause you to feel like a surge of empathy, compassion, and sadness, like you're tapped out? I think that's probably right. I mean, it's not full-on uh, compassion fatigue the way you hear, like, right. nurses getting, you know, but I do, yeah, that, yeah, you know, you're, there's so much at such uh, an intense like fire hose in your face kind of rate of things that are creating that, you know, feeling of empathy and, oh, God, oh, you know, there's so much suffering right now. There's so many people dying in the pandemic. There's so many people who are, uh, you know, losing their livelihoods because they lost their jobs or whatever, uh, you know, and you just go on and on and on. That that when you hear about a bunch of birds dying, it it just it's like yes, I care, but but I don't have the tank is empty, right? Uh, but that doesn't mean you're a, a sociopath. You're not. Now you told me a story of someone kicking a dog, and that one did like that's been bothering sure, me. Sure, sure. That in particular is upsetting me. But I heard a story of someone who purchased BBs 
That's what they're called, right? That's what BBs are called. BBs are called BBs? <laughs> yeah. Well, then how do you know what you're talking about? It's a good question. Right. Why don't, don't they know. give them a name that's more aligned with what they are? I mean, if you were talking about, you know, laptop computers right now, my answer would be no, that's not what they're called. <laughs> But if you're talking about BBs, then yes. Yeah. Someone bought BBs because there's crows that are bothering them in the morning and Uh, they want to shoot the crows. Yeah. And I think it's an insane idea. Did I ever tell you the story of my uncle doing that? No, but hang on one second. I do want to hear it. But I think it's an insane idea. I think it's dangerous. uh, And I think these people are not... They're not such good shots. So maybe that's actually better. But... The person who told me was like up in arms over it. And I was just kind of like, meh, whatever. And that's not a typical me reaction. Right. Eh, whatever. I'm right. more whatever right now. Okay. Tell me about your uncle and the crows. And then let's listen to, we have a lot of messages from listeners. So let's listen to some after that. He had a uh, pellet gun, which is similar to a BB gun, but a little more destructive, uh, like a handgun. And we're sitting in his backyard and there were these doves on a power line above his swimming pool or or not actually not over his swimming pool over his back fence and then there was an alleyway behind that and he's like i fucking hate those doves and he, how can you hate a dove it is the symbol of peace i don't know because they poop on his fence i mean i don't know yeah i mean i get maybe that. they make a noise i don't know yeah they uh, go like right and so he 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 pointed the gun and shot it and it fell down and we went in the back alley and its head had been split open by this pellet gun and it was like that was it was awful the blood and everything but you're like that was so unnecessary right like why why did you kill the bird now it i don't know but he he is legit a sociopath that guy that guy is just full 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 blown sociopath and rage yeah right well so it makes you wonder is this um is this a place to let off some rage? Or is it really about the birds? What do you mean? Is this a place to... What place? What do you mean? Someone who decides to shoot some birds on their property. Is he just letting off steam? Yeah. Or is it really about the birds? Well, it's only about the birds because he has misdirected his anger. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's not... It, there's nothing inherently rage-inducing about birds. You choose to be in, enraged by the birds. Right. I do think that there is this attitude that people get, which is like, this is my property, and I will... De- it's like a very masculine thing. This is my property, and I will defend it. Yeah, I'm not sure that's where he was coming from, but maybe maybe related to that. Like, it's a control issue. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, this is a thing... That I can't control, so I'm going to control it through violence. Get a scarecrow, or just fucking, or just address the thing that's creating the feeling in the first place. Has nothing to do with fucking birds. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like go to therapy, deal with your issues with your father and your mom. You know, stop inflicting it on the world. Stop being an asshole. What was his reaction to seeing the bird's head? Didn't care. He has no compassion or empathy for other creatures. Big or small. <laughs> I'm not sure I know which uncle this is, but obviously you're not going to say the name on the air. Is it the one I think it is? Yeah. <laughs> then I guess I do know. Well, it turns out that Wendy's back. She was uninterested in 
hearing about my eyebrows. No joke, 90% of my life is spent opening and closing doors <laughs> for Wendy. Yeah, but there's a wrinkle. What? Our son, yeah. we, he wants to close every single door. He's probably going to be a doorman. The opening and closing of doors it's a huge is thing in our house. a dance macabre. <laughs> it is. I mean, if I'm in the office, we like to keep the door shut so Owen doesn't come in. And so when you'll go scratch, I'll open the door. If I close it, ah, I wanted to close no. that. Daddy, you closed the door Daddy, and I wanted to close it. He'll like, open he's the very... door and poke his head in and yeah. go, Daddy, <laughs> I wanted to close the door. And you closed and it. And you closed it. Be like, okay. Um, but then she'll want to go outside, which we have a, she comes, and then she decides immediately, I actually didn't want to go outside, or I only want to go outside for half a second. <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely what it was like to be in the, uh, Baton Death March, except opening and closing doors. Mm-hmm. The door death march i mean i now that i think about it i do remember about 10 years ago going to an antique store and getting this mysterious monkey paw and saying if only i had more doors (laughs) right because i only had one door Mm -hmm. and now i have the doors but i have to constantly be opening and closing them do you remember when I wanted to give you a door, a beautiful doorknob. Cause yeah, you loved, I knew that you wanted more doors and you loved doors and you were going to, you had special doors. So I searched high and low for a beautiful doorknob and, um, to buy it, I sold all my clothes. I didn't get a lot of money. I only got enough money. Just follow me. Just go with me. I sold all my clothes. I sold my two identical-looking blue T-shirts. I sold my gray hoodie. I sold my ratty underwear. I sold mm-hmm. my mismatched socks. I sold my slippers. I sold my um, pregnant lady nightgown that I still wear, even though I'm not pregnant anymore. Yeah. And I sold um, a couple coats with holes in them mm. in the pockets where you can't put your keys in them because it'll fall into and the you lining. you able to get one beautiful doorknob? I, enough for one beautiful doorknob. Now, you knew that I, love my, I loved my ugly clothes. And you wanted to buy me a beautiful duffel bag to put oh. my clothes in. Oh. But you, you only had enough, you didn't have enough money. So you sold your door right. to buy me a duffel bag. Right. And then, oh my God. This is the story of the devil's comb. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually called the gift of the magi. The gift of the, the magi. Yeah. So together, I had to wear the doorknob. It was, and you had As a to, hat? No, I wore the duffel bag. You wore the duffel bag as to, a gown? Yes, I, had, you I cut armholes and leg holes in the duffel bag. And then you actually could carry me by the handles. It was uncomfortable. But it, at the same time, when I was tired, it was like a sling. Mm-hmm. And then you... I'm done with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you sure I don't have that magic special something? I feel like every story written before i mean maybe honestly maybe before 1980 but you know probably petered out but definitely before like 1930 
every story was all about like a twisty ending. Yeah, we were talking about this recently because I mentioned O. Henry and you said that you like you actually weren't familiar with O. Henry. And I was like, how could you not be familiar? No, I know. I was like, it's weird that no one else has done the O. Henry thing. But you didn't quite know who that was. Well, I wasn't familiar, but then you described it to me, and I'm like, I feel, yeah, like it was all like, oh, yeah. clever. Be- I well, like I think that because, clever stuff. But I think because the form was, you know, people didn't have radio, and they, or they just were getting radio. Right. And so people would read magazines with short stories, and I'm like, who, you know, no one would do that now. You'd have like the Saturday evening, was it Saturday evening post? What was the normal? Well, that was, yeah, Saturday evening post. Yeah, so you get a weekly magazine with short stories in them, and and it kind of is, it, the twisty thing is suited to short story form. Do you always say short story as opposed to short story? A short story? No, it's a short story. <laughs> it's a story about shorts. Yeah. Um, I. By the way, mm. uh, stories about shorts are the best, and short stories about shorts. Yeah. No, I was going to say a novel about short story about shorts. So it'd be a short story, but long. Do you know most long reads are about pants? So I have this joke with Elliot that his pants sing a song, and they're always singing it a little too early. Do you want to hear what it is? Yeah, pantalones. We are pantalones. That's why he was saying that last night. I was putting him to bed last night. Oh, was, sorry. No, it's, it sounds more like this. Pantalones. We are pantalones. They have so a So he was voice. like marching around because I was like, <laughs> it was time to read books. I was like, you got to pick out a book now. And he was like, pantalones. These are pantalones. These are pantalones. Pantalones. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's Spanish. He's like, no, it's mommy. He said that? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. I believe it's Spanish. <laughs> He doesn't, okay. he doesn't know what Spanish is no, exactly. I, 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 oh, he. Did, I, I didn't correct him. I, I know. But we have. I, I posted a video of this. Um, he had this vampire, or as he calls it, vampire costume. He wanted to be a, wham- a scary vampire. By the way, probably how they do pronounce it in Transylvania, right? Because V's and W's are switched. A vampire, maybe. They do. Vampire. Wa- yeah, that sounds. So he they is go, A vampire. <laughs> Mm. So, um, was that too scary for this podcast? <laughs> it was too scary. It was, I'm too, sorry. it was too authentic. I'm sorry. Everybody. It was too authentic. Okay. Yes. So, your mom taught him to say, I want to drink your blood. So, he was saying it the other day, but it, sa- it sounds a little different than that when he says it. It's like, I, I want. Uh, how does it? I could probably find it. Hang on a second. Like Ivana Drinky Blah. <laughs> no. He, it's like one word or something. Yeah. And he told me that he was speaking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find it. So, what is it that a vampire says? What? In the blink of blood. And what language is that? Spanish. <laughs> and the grandma. And they say it in Spanish. They, they say it in Spanish. Yeah, and, and Grandma and the aunt teach me um, to say that. And, and let me hear it again in Spanish. Once in a blink of blood. And I, are you saying I want to drink your blood? That's no, what a no, vampire no. says? No, the vampire says, once in a blink of blood. Once in a blink of blood. Oh, but what does it mean? It, it means vampire. 
I want an a blink of blood. That's him speaking Spanish. Listen, Daniel, should we take a call? Let's do it. Uh, if you would like to call into the show, we won't answer. That's our guarantee. Although I sort of feel like I want to start taking live calls. I got to figure out how to do it. Fun. I would like to. Um, but for now, you just leave a message and we'll play it on the show. We don't. We can't get to all of them, but we try to. Three two three five five three two three three one. Here we go. And these are non-screened. Hey Al, um, love the show. And honestly, listening to you talk to your guests or your guest every any day of the week, it's just such a great example of a beautiful emotional intelligence and it makes me so happy and it makes me think of that time that you were on Jordan Got to Go and it was just uh, so good and it just makes me uh, feel like um, I got faith in humanity still so thanks for what you're doing bye well that was very nice how much did she pay you I didn't pay anything so was another nice. one that was super nice he didn't give his name Allison, calling the night after Thanksgiving, you just posted how am I feeling, or how is everyone feeling. Man, I miss you on the Adam Carolla show, and I miss the old days when you were on the Adam Carolla show, because I listen to Carolla classics, and you were hilarious, and he was a lot funnier and less dickish back then. Uh, i got to start listening to your new show. Uh, thank you. Bye. So less dickish on air, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps yes. Uh, um, so you know, I have a Google Voice number, and it does a transcription. It says I got to start listening to your. He said he said I got to start listening to your new show. Yeah, and he means childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. Uh, everyone, listen to that, if please. You don't need kids, even though it's theoretically a parenting podcast. Um, you really don't. Th- have I said before, I'm just no. going to throw Greg under the bus for a second. <laughs> when we put our heads together to do a podcast, uh-huh. I was picturing like a very general sort of podcast where we talk about our lives, we talk about topical news, we have some guests, you know, like a, a, a daily show, but we wouldn't do it daily. Right. And he was like, no, we both already have very generalized podcasts. Let's uh-huh. do a very specific niche podcast targeted podcast yeah it's got to have a theme so he suggested parent he's like i got it parenting Mm -hmm. so i went along with it and so now we have a parenting podcast in quotes where we just talk about our lives which it does involve kids sometimes and then now like you know 25 minutes into it he'll be like allison are we going to talk about kids at all but we're it's like we we have one foot in each world but I wonder, are we not, I think we're limiting ourselves by being labeled parenting at the same time, I get that it's good for certain, I, I don't know. Anyway, this is the kind of shit that you don't share, but I have no filter. Okay. Some, oh yeah. So anyway. I, well, I think start- his instinct was good. I think that there's something to be said for, I think that, that you look out there and it's like podcasts that have a very niche specific uh, topic that, that can be very successful and, you know in a world where there's so many uh, general interest podcasts, it can stand, help you stand out. 
I guess, but I feel like we have a real leg up on the general interest stuff because of who we are and what our experience yeah. is. Yeah. And if you think about who we appeal to, I don't know that it, you know, for if we're going to make strides, more strides, I mean, it's actually a successful show. So I don't know why I'm complaining. It is doing well. It's a successful show. People really like it. Um, and we've got a, sol- a solid listenership. But if we are going to be like a runaway success parenting podcast, it's going to have to be new people. Because I don't know that our people want that from us. Yeah. I really shouldn't be talking. I really shouldn't be sharing this. Huh. Would you like to no, hear me? Don't worry. No one cares. Make myself burp. Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I feel like you needed to practice more. I mean, like, I... Look, I so, appreciate that you... No, I appreciate that you can do it. But you're like somebody, you know, doing that to me. You're like somebody who... You know, you learn to play violin in high school, and that's nice. I play for the fucking London Philharmonic. Okay, let's so, hear you. Three out of one inhale? Like I said, <laughs> I'm at an elite level. So I can humor you and say that was nice, but I could hear... The how how forced it was. I could hear the the swallowing of the air in the burp. Yeah, I did that on purpose. But you shouldn't. A proper self burp should sound like an authentic burp. It should sound indistinguishable that. from a Coke Zero burp. You know when, or a beer burp. You know when tennis players grunt, and it's like, do you have to do that, or are you doing that because the audience likes it? Or like when guitar players like wag their chin and jump around. I know. Do what you, about piano on. players yeah. where you can hear them going uh, 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 while they're playing their jazz? <laughs> right. Are we like that's weird to me? <laughs> well, I was just giving it a little bit of English. I know you were. You know what? You're like the outsider artist who may not be classically trained. But I brings personality, ear. brings something very unique to it, which yeah. is that. You well, sorry, know, I didn't study under the Dutch masters of right, burping. Right, you're not like you're not like one of the the Soviet burps burp artists where mm-hmm. it's very technical. Right, you are like a street burper. But I have heard that in order to burp outside the lines, first you have to learn to burp inside the lines. Oh. Well, that's true. Like Picasso is like a classically trained, right? He is doodler. When Picasso was teaching, when he put the eyes on one side of the face, he knew how to do two. Well, you know? when he he was teaching art for a while, I believe this is Picasso, and his students got very frustrated and disappointed because he would have them do classical, right? And uh, they wanted surreal life drawings, and they wanted to do crazy cubist stuff or whatever. And he's like, "You've got to learn." The basics, right? First. Anyway, we're we're straying. We're in the weeds we're on the, the burp. Weeds. Okay, well, let me try one more. Okay. Right. So this is awful. <laughs> oh, no. Just, just tragic. Years ago, this came up on the show, and someone said they thought they were going to throw up, and I can't remember if it was yours. Me. Yours are borderline, <laughs> like. I'm going to make myself throw up. I can't remember if it was me that felt like I was going to throw up after making myself burp. If it was you that felt like it after listening to me or if it was the listeners. It's 
Like, you're just opening your throat and we can just hear your stomach. You're just like, uh, and then it's like, <laughs> and you're like, see, I burped. And everyone's green. Everyone's green. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that is what i'm doing it's all you're doing it's all you're doing it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> how do i do it your way well you've got to burp you got to get I it in try. there and then burp it out yeah i'm taking air in and i'm pushing it out you're just going <laughs> anyway all right Everyone's going to throw up their Thanksgiving feast. <laughs> what I was trying to say was, you know, I'm doing a Patreon Zoom party after this. How fun. That's not what I was trying to say. I got distracted. I mean, that's something else. I have something else to say. Patreon Zoom party where I used to just do the live. There's a level where you do live streams. And I used to just do the live stream where I talk to room. them. Yeah. And they, and I have a guest sometimes in this chat room. And it's fun because it's interactive. <sighs> But in quarantine, I've been, you know, doing Zoom parties where everyone can like, it's like we're all hanging out and we can see each other and all that. And I'm doing that. So I put makeup on before you and I recorded this. But now I'm laughing so hard. Is my eyeliner running? Can you tell? No, it isn't. Okay, good. Um, What I was trying to say was, he said, I've got to start listening to your new show, but Google Voice translated it to, I've got to start listening to your nails show. Ooh, are I you going to have a nail show? Yes, and it's just going to be me telling people not to bite their nails. Don't bite your nails. It's going to be very short. It's going to go me. It's just going to be me going nails. Ugh. Nails is what I say to Daniel all the time. Although I have been biting my nails so much less. Is it because you don't have a commute? Honestly, Sorry, that was that was not necessary. The, no, that's the that's the um the after effects of making yourself burp. No, it's Coke Zero. Okay. Um, sorry, everybody. Not uh, a sponsor, by the way, but we're open to it. Yeah, Coke. Seriously, get uh, DM me. HMU. If me you're up. if you're brand manager advertising at Coke, DM me. Yep. I'll sponsor. I will fucking promote your product. Sure, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um. By the way, where's that Coke Zero cherry? They just oh, stopped yeah. producing that. What the fuck? Never has there, there been more of a desire for it in our household than now. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? I don't know. Uh, Burping? No. Um, <laughs> um, nails? Oh, yes, nails. Sorry, everybody. You're probably yelling. It's fucking nails. Um, I besides just having by the way I think it I I understand how this is it's bad form to talk about the good that may you may be experiencing in this time of quarantine global pandemic when so many are suffering so I, 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 I I hear I hear that but the this is my truth folks I don't Sing because it, I don't have a commute girlfriend. because I don't have a commute honestly and I have to sit in traffic for 2 hours a day combined with the fact that you know as much of a pain in the ass it is uh most of the time um it's actually still nice to be with my family for most of the day and see my kids and my wife <laughs> um 
I'm in a better state of mind than when I'm having to work. You know, I'm still working, but it's like just those two things, not having to go every day. Anyway. Well, I've, you felt very much like because of your hours and because of your commute, you were missing out on a lot of time with a, the kids. That's that a big was like, part of it. Yeah. But, uh, but just like just rotting in a car for two hours fighting with traffic and all the fucking assholes and everything. It's like the, I, I can see now how much, how, what it was doing to my state of mind. But one of the side effects is not biting my nails that much. So I think, you know, like I'm actually cutting my nails with a nail clipper, like a civilized person. But back to the thing about the kids, we were at your folks and uh, Elliot announced what did he announce? Are you talking about the... The cereal. No, okay. So his cousin, we were playing an, the animal game, yes. which is something that I don't know. By the way, dad, everybody quarantined for two weeks. Yes. Yeah, everybody so we did tested. So we're very, 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 very careful. But yeah. Um, I don't know if this is something my dad invented uh, or if the... Uh, LA's cousin. I don't know who invented it, but it's the animal game where you say like, okay, what animal has a pouch and da, da, da. Yeah, it's very easy. And I guess. So Elliot's cousin said, okay, what animal eats people food and uses a toilet? And the answer was a person. This is a trick. Quite, yes. Yeah. And then Elliot goes, Daddy, <laughs> which we all laughed at. And then he says, Daddy eats cereal and then he poops. Yeah. In, every morning he <laughs> eats cereal and then he poops. And it was, it, to me, it was, it made me feel so good because what that means to me is that Elliot, I'm around, I'm at home enough that Elliot <laughs> knows my schedule in the morning. When I'm working, normally I'll get up and I'm out the door. Any, any of that, you know, cereal pooping kind of thing that would happen <laughs> would happen at the office. Um, and I'm neither confirming or denying whether that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, let's just say for the sake, of let's the just story. that it that it does. Okay. Um, so the fact that my son knows me well enough now to know my schedule. It just makes me feel so good that I that I'm here and I'm part of his life and uh so you know we'll see we'll see when this is all over hopefully it'll be over uh whether I think I do think that there's going to be an opportunity to work from home more often and I'm I'm happy yeah. about that. It is interesting how much he no- he's noticing now the patterns because if you someone had said to me you're well i don't know i don't know what question would have elicited uh the answer but i don't think i'm aware that you eat cereal and poop every day <laughs> in that order I th- well i think he's like keenly aware of it because of the fact that he has to go close every door on the way to the bathroom <laughs> like, right. so there's part he's he is a part of the process i mean you know so you know um uh under the category of how much he observes and notices everything last night I was trying to brush Owen's teeth and uh, Owen like sort of resisted and then he let me and then Elliot goes, mommy, usually when you help me or Owen brush our teeth, you say, let me see those teethies. 
I did this. I, that's so funny. I when I, I didn't say that with Owen. I was like, "Can I brush your teeth?" He yeah, noticed. I forgot to say, "Let me see those teethies." <laughs> it's so funny. So when Elliot first started brushing his teeth when he was very little, I start, I was brushing his teeth. At the end, I would tell him to stick his tongue out. I'd brush his tongue real quick, and then I'd boop his nose with a toothbrush. And I just started doing that because it like made him laugh. And then as he got older, he would want to brush his own teeth, and so he'd brush his teeth, and then he would scrape his tongue, and go boop, like. <laughs> But like all business. Uh-huh. Like he thinks that, it's part of it. Yeah, that's how you brush your teeth. Sometimes you have to apply more toothpaste before the boob. <laughs> and it's just uh, amusing me, to me to think that it's... At what point will he... Re- he'll, he'll only realize the tongue brush and the nose boop is n- not part of it when he is around people to point that out to him. <laughs> like <laughs> right? college. Well, yeah, because how would he otherwise know it? <laughs> right. Uh, see how far we can, how long we can get. There's a lot of things like that. There's a lot of things like that. Um, Let's talk about speaking of my parents' house. While we were there, there was a lot of focus on the skylight frame. Uh, Both Elliot and Max wanted to hit to fave the photos. It's yeah. a digital frame. So they're a sponsor. Um, but I was aware of them long before they came on the show because one year Daniel said to me, Hey, I know what we should get our, cause should get the grandma's. Was it Christmas or mother's day? I think it was Christmas. I think it was mother's day. No, I think it was mother's day. Okay. I know we should get them. We should get them each a skylight frame. Um, they're these really nice digital frames and you can email photos. You can send a picture to it. So if you have a picture, yes. you can send it to the person you gave it to, and it'll pop up on their thing. Right. Or it'll be in the queue. Exactly. Sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in the family can just email them to your personal Skylight email address, and they'll pop up in seconds. Multiple people can send photos to the frame. I think what my mom does, because we sometimes forget to send photos, I think she'll take her own photos and then just email it. I think she's it. been managing it herself. Yeah. Um, so multiple people can send photos to the frame. It's a great way to keep large networks of friends and families in touch. It has a black frame and white mat. So it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your home. And it has a gorgeous 10-inch touch screen. You can swipe through the photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who sent you the photo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. Um, it's just a really great gift. It's neat. It's it really, looks, it you'll looks want, nice. You'll want one for yourself. Because there's 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 stuff like this out there, but it's the only one that like looks like nice. Yeah. Now it's a special offer. You can get ten dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's right. To get ten dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame, go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's skylightframe S K Y L I G H T F R A M E dot com. Promo code Allison skylightframe.com. Promo code Allison. <coughs> Excuse me. I also want to talk to you guys about KiwiCo. Daniel, whenever I mention KiwiCo, oh, yeah. I mention that they've saved our buns oh, my God. numerous times. So KiwiCo sends you these project boxes or project crates that are focused on STEAM, which it can, do you know what STEAM stands for? Science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Close, but no. What is it? No, but you got it exactly right. Yeah. So this is great. And and well, I'll tell you how we use it. But yeah, basically me. they send you a monthly project box 
and it, it it'll keep your kid entertained. They have different lines based on what ages your kid is. And, so and they're, and they're neat and creative. Super neat, super creative. Um, I think Elliot, which the one that I think is Elliot's favorite because he returns to it a lot, but he enjoys all of them. It might be the one with the fish, with like the um the cloth lake that you open up. Honestly, and then the I thought of two others. I thought of two others that I thought you were going to say. Oh, which ones? That's how many he likes them all. There's one that's like you make this like. And you can disassemble it and reassemble it. It's like a palm tree. Oh, and yeah. And it's got different levels, and you can hang these animals from it, and there's like a game. There's another one where um, you make this box, and you put these like uh, – you make these pieces, and you put them in there, and then you, you it's like a – note. it's like a – I forget what you call it. You, you stick your hand, and you can't see into it. Oh, it's cool. It's like space, so it's like different yeah. like, planets and stars and rocket ships, and then you try to find it using feel – it's, it's, re- it's they're really all really well thought out and they're really cool and you make them yes you make them and then you play right and they also there's like a little book that comes with it and they have them geared for each age so for owen he's panda crate and elliot is i think it's called koala crate and as your kid gets older that you know it changes which line they get so it's all uh, appropriate for the age and anyway when they arrive we squirrel him away. We save him because if he sees really it, he's going to want to open it right away. But we like to have a few in our back pocket so that when you need a project or yeah. you need a reward or you need, or you just need like he's having a meltdown or something, anything, just something to distract him. Yeah, that something to like orient him to redirect. <laughs> they're just they're so perfect for that. Um, and it's, it makes a really great gift, too. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code Allison at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code Allison, KiwiCo.com. Promo code Allison. Okay. Let's listen to one more message, and then you have both deleted tweets and a, a hey go I, f yourself. Sure. So you Whatever think about you which do. one you want to do. Oh, okay. Hey guys, big fan of the show. This is Chandler from Texas. Um, I just wanted to call and give you an insight into my crazy life right now. Um, currently. I'm sitting in the parking lot of a hospital because my stepfather is dying of stage four pancreatic cancer that he's had for like a year now. And um, it's not looking too great. So any good positive thoughts and prayers would be appreciated because my mom, her uh, she broke both her legs. So she's waddling around. And my pregnant stepsister is going to go stay the night with my father and my stepfather while my mom comes home to sleep. So, yeah, we're having a little bit of a crazy life here. And the hospital's full because of COVID patients, so they've had trouble getting a room tonight um, because of the surge in Texas. So please keep my family in your thoughts. Um, thanks. Love the show. This is Chandler from Texas. Chandler, I'm so Chandler. sorry. My God. That is a lot. So stepfather dying Mother, Mother broken legs. broke two broken legs, waddling around. Which, by the way, how does she break both her legs? I wonder. I don't Car know, but maybe some kind of accident. That's, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. But the waddling around—that's pretty good. 
If I broke both my legs, I would just be immobile. I'd be in one spot and everyone <laughs> can come to me. That's how, that's how I do it. Yeah, I'm imagining like two uh, full leg size casts with a bar between them and, you know. Me holding side, remotes. The way that you would move like a giant dresser, like one corner, then the other corner. That's how you're walking like just scooch, scooch. That's how I am? I'm just imagining that's how you would one would yeah. walk with two broken legs. That, um, Chandler, I'm so sorry. We are thinking of you. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to yeah. you and your family. I mean, God, talk about bad timing for all this yeah, to happen. Yeah, I know. And, and not to be able to get a room at a hospital. It's really scary out there right now. The numbers are fucking scary. Oh, yeah. It's, it's reached escape velocity. Uh, we didn't do shit. And uh, doing something isn't quarantining. Doing something was like quarantining and then a mobilized effort to, tr- you know, track and trace. And right. We didn't do any of that. And so now we're fucked. So anybody, any, uh, or anyway. The good news is I think the vaccine is coming around pretty s- awfully soon. Like the first, the first group of people who are going to get it, that's in well, there's issues. December 11th. There's is issues not? with it. What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you just keep hearing different things. Like it's going to be really hard to get it out to everybody. And yes, it's going to cost a lot of money and da, da, da. Um, the thing that's confusing to me uh, is so now in LA um, you know what this is a news story so let's have Tony play the news it's the news with Allison Allison Rosen is your new best friend brings you news or breaking news we don't know I don't know what it actually says but anyway here it is So L.A. County is now, there's another stay-at-home order, which is going to run from November 30th to December 20th. And you're prohibited from gathering inside or outside with people from a household other than yours. You, right. pr- you, you can't drive with them. You can't blah, blah, blah. So... Okay, that's all good and fine. However, then you... Oh, you're good and fine with fascism, Allison? I welcome it. Uh-huh. Bring it Typical on. lib. Bring it on. Okay. Um, but it's like indoor malls will be capped at, you know, 20%. Rest, indoor restaurants will be capped at 30% occupancy. Um, you know, nail salons at this. And it's like people... You're not sh- like either we're shutting down or we're not. What we need to do is shut down <clears throat> and give and subsidize businesses and give people stimulus checks. Like these half measures are keeping this thing going. Right. Like that's the problem, though. It's that there's they're not. And so what are we supposed to do? Like they're te- you can't tell everybody to shut down and not, you know, have, you know, work and open your business if you're not going to give people money to stay home you can't like otherwise people just lose their livelihoods that being said it's like someone is gushing blood and they were handed like you know those little round band-aids that i don't know what what is the point of that tiny round band-aid is Uh, it for if you cut yourself shaving uh, apparently according to my dermatologist it's it's to put on the things that he does and they don't fucking hold on your damn nose there's not enough adhesive Right. Space. Well, that's what I'm saying. Someone is gushing blood and they're giving you a round band-aid. Like if it's capped at 20% occupancy, how can that, the business is not shut down. 
you know what it is? What? They're not collecting unemployment. That's what they're they're trying to save unemployment money. I bet it's just yeah. I mean, because if you know, like comedy clubs that are open that can only be filled to fifty percent capacity or whatever the rule is for comedy clubs, how can they turn a profit? Just shut everything down and give everyone money. Well, yeah, shut shut everything down and give everybody money and do the things that we need to do to to reduce the spread. And get it under control. Theoretically, if you did that, you would have it done for a shorter period of time. What we've had now is a half measure. And what a half measure has done is is just make it so that it's just gradually getting worse. That's what I I said. Yeah. And so instead of just biting the bullet earlier and saying, all right, we're going to have a month and... You know, maybe a couple months of paying everybody to stay home, but we can get this under control. If we had done a real, like, true lockdown for three weeks, it would have been over. And I yeah, forget but, why yeah, at this point, but that's but that's but, like what that's what epidemiologists or the people I know who 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 know shit have said. Yeah, and then in and it's easy to say like people aren't like taking it seriously, or whatever. And like, yeah, there are people who are just being idiots about it. But I think everyone was pretty good for a couple months there where we were in quarantine. But the problem right. is we were all sitting in quarantine looking out there going, um, no one's doing anything. Mm. And then when it kind of people started to emerge from quarantine in June, it was the same as when we went into quarantine. You're like, well, what's the point of this? Right. Um, it, it, this is... Uh, yeah, showing where we're weak as a society because you look at other other places and you know they're doing great. You know what is great? I mean, not great, but relatively pretty good. You know what is better than relatively pretty good? It's great. Tell me, Brooklyn Inn. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. How did you not know I was going to say Brooklyn Inn? That's how I always begin. Because <laughs> you know? I don't pay attention <laughs> to what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but you do pay attention to how great our sheets are and also our towels. The towels are amazing. It's like you want to shower more it just so that you could towel off. Yeah. Sometimes I'll shower and then midway through the shower, I'll get dry just go, and then go back into the shower. <laughs> so now, can, the Brooklyn and towels come in three different weights because some people like a I've dry. I've never had a thicker towel yeah. or a more abs- absorbent experience. Yeah, so they have now. Tony has the light, the lightest weight towels, I think, and his dry real fast. And there's the middle bant. What's a bantam weight? What does bantam mean in the world of sports? Um, like a rooster. Okay, it's not really what they call it. And then there's the ones that Daniel has. The like, I deserve this towel, plush, super plush. I would like towels. to try the thin one too, though. Yeah, I know we should get all all of get them. A, a, a flight of towels. Ooh, a towel. A fl- I love it. So. We love their towels. We love their sheets. They're the only sheets I'll sleep on. We own other sheets, but I take the Brooklyn and off. If you've seen, if the you follow me, tell you where, like the fitted sheet. It tells, tells you the you, long and the short side. It's yeah, so nice. It'll go like this is the part at the bottom. You don't even have to think. It I, just does the work for you. That's right. I know. Um, if you watch my Instagram stories ever at Allison Rose on Instagram, anything in my bedroom, you can see the sheets I'm talking People about. People try, always trying to shop that look when you post pictures of our bedroom. Well, now you can. Yeah, Brooklyn. 
brooklinen.com. Uh, listen, cozy up to Brooklinen's biggest sale of the year happening right now. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towels come with a 365-day warranty. Get huge savings and free shipping during Brooklinen's biggest sale of the year only at brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And use promo code BESTFRIEND to let them know our show Mine really sent you. That's Brooklyn. Sorry, Daniel. That's Brooklyn.com promo code best friend. Brooklyn.com promo code best friend. And if you can't wait for the sale or if you're just hearing this and it's post Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you can still use the promo code best friend at Brooklyn.com for 10% off and free shipping in the US anytime. Fantastic. All right. All right. I am curious to hear who is working your nerves. Let's do a little, let's do a little. This is fun. (laughs) Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. All right. Let's hear it, Daniel. Okay. My hey, go fuck yourself is for any and every toy manufacturer who manufactures toys that have electronic sounds specifically that turn that that make a sound when you turn it off. Oh yeah. This is some psychotic shit. <laughs> Believe it or not, there, you would think that, you know, first of all, it's annoying enough these fucking toys. They're just constantly going off in our house. It's like uh, we have a, a, a um, Peppa Pig playhouse that when you just walk by it, it goes, if you jump in muddy puddles, you must wear your boots. Yeah. And also goes, hee 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 It's like, it's motion sensitive. I don't know that it's supposed to be. I don't think it, it is, is supposed to be. Um, you know, you'll have, the, uh, we have a toy box and, and you'll put something in it and 15 toys will start making <laughs> sounds, you know. I know. Um, but, oh no, there are these toys where... They won't, they'll be on not making a sound, and then you'll turn it off, and it'll be like, Okay, next time, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> like that, and you're like, Assholes, <laughs> I am turning it off because there is a child who is asleep. Yeah, the whole point of turning it off is so that it won't make noise. Right. Who the fuck wants a noise when you're turning it off? Right. The point is, you want it off. Yeah. I am. We, yeah, we have this multiple toys like this. It drives me insane. We have the. Oh, what I we need wanna, is one of those. I almost like, want to go get a kill switch. I almost want to go get the you know the pony piano thing. Yes. Go. Can you go get it? So we can you mean the zebra one. Yeah. So we can show them yes, what but, it but, does but first, when, when you turn it off. You know how like explosive people when they're dealing there's like a backpack and has, yeah. and they have a box and they'll put uh-huh. it in and, and set, detonate it. We need that for turning these toys off. Like you put it in a soundproof uh-huh. box, you slip your hand in there and turn it off. That's what I need. You know what? I'm going to fucking sell that. I'll make a million dollars. I'll be right back. Yeah. Make a million dollars. Do it. Okay. So here. <laughs> here. This is, Shut up. This, is, this is one of the toys. Yeah. Okay. So when you turn it off, I'm now going to switch it off. Okay. Let's play again later. <laughs> How about not? <laughs> How about shut the fuck up? Yeah. And here we turn yeah. it off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
It, 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 you know, and it's like when it's a quiet room and, and a baby who's finally fallen asleep yeah. after, you know, oh, so long. You, you want to, and, and you're, you're turning it off because it. You, and because you're afraid that you'll accidentally, like, like with that zebra piano toy, hit a key or something. Or, you know, there are these toys that, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's these toys where they're like, want to remind you that they want you to play with them. So they're there are needy. Toys, yeah, there are these toys where if they're on and they're quiet for a while, every now and then we'll be like, hey, why don't we play? Or I'm over here. Don't ignore me. And you're just like, <laughs> so you don't want that to be going off. So right. you, you need to turn them off. You need to can, go, yeah. Can we turn the Peppa Pig house off? I think so. We just like to be tortured i think but you're right about the toy box i was thinking about the the toy box looks so good it's so it's just like clean white it holds a lot of toys but i feel it's a toy chest but i feel like it's not the best because all these toys just get piled in there and then they can't really even find them yeah um we, we can talk like about toy, toy organization later there's there's other options i think we should talk about it now not really, but I, what we need is like a shelf with bins or something where you can yeah. see what you're looking at. Yeah, they have those. We just yeah. don't have them. We should get one. Mm, okay. I don't want to have this fight right now. Okay. I wish you weren't attacking me on air like this verbally. Okie doke. Um, I really, this is not the time, honey. Okie dokie. Okay, you're just digging in. All right, enough. Um, should we do some deleted tweets? I really just have one. Okay. All right, let's hear the song. Feel that beat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. Not so sweet. Maybe that thought is incomplete. Okay, would you like to hear mine? Or do you yes. want to go for it? I only have one, so if you have two, then we should do a you sandwich. Okay, I'll do mean first. Okay. Th- th- these aren't gold, folks. I this know, is this is deleted. the problem with this dumb segment that I love. I love the song. This is, I like to pretend that the Flintstones takes place chronologically after the Jetsons. Oh. That's a thinker. I don't get it. Like some apocalyptic event happened that reduced them to the Flintstones. Got it. Yeah. mm -hmm. Okay. You go. Okay. It's not the turd at the end of the road. It's the farts you make along the way. Oh. It's deep, right? That's also a thinker too. That one brings a tear to my eye. (laughs) I know. It's too sad. Uh, Every Mission Impossible movie ends with the answer. Nope. Mission very much possible. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's good. All right. All right, listen. I feel like we really nailed it on this episode. I, I don't. I don't know that you don't listen to anything that I put out or watch anything I do. Try not to. Um, but Greg and I always end our show with like, "We did it again," and then we have this hilarious, um, you know, running gag that like they said we couldn't. They keep saying we won't be able to, but I think we did it again. And that I, does sound hilarious. 
it's actually it's quite fun and and charming i'm sure listen it's dazzling it's enchanting just like queen's gambit yeah that's what they it's, say i thought queen's gambit was dazzling and enchanting i liked it i, I liked it quite a bit despite yeah, its flaws you want to marry that girl i know you, you think love that. her i know you think you, that I tweeted that I feel remarkably calm about the fact that my husband is definitely leaving me for the girl from Queen's Gambit. And then, what, do you know what the first thing you said to me was the next morning? What's up? You don't remember? No. You, you, the very first words that came out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. I've decided the girl from Queen's Gambit, she's a squirrel, not a deer. <laughs> Which says to me, because mm-hmm. you'd gotten out of the shower. Mm-hmm. I think I was asleep when you went into the show. It says to me, you had been thinking about her. You got out of the shower. Nope, you, you did. You said this first thing. Oh, I was. First, the first words you said to me when you mm-hmm. saw me after you got out of the shower. Mm-hmm. You've been thinking about her. What's her name? Anya. What's her name? Taylor Joy. Mm-hmm. Um, hyphen or no? Hyphen. Yeah, see, look how much you know. Um, it, it says to me, you had been thinking about Anya Taylor hyphen Joy mm-hmm. from the time that we had been watching the show the night before all the way <laughs> yeah, through the night that into the shower or in the shower you were like washing yourself and thinking like mm-hmm. she's a deer no she's a squirrel no deer no mm-hmm. squirrel mm-hmm. <laughs> you got me. love her and then you saw me your wife who looks like neither a deer nor a squirrel i know that's the pro and also doesn't have that it Around no, I you. didn't say you don't have it. Don't have around, around you, yeah. Uh, clearly. And you saw me, mm. and you're so right. in love with A T hyphen J that what came out when you saw me, neither deer nor squirrel, was you had to update me. Okay. Oh, hey, I've got an update. Are you done? Are you done? I got an update. My new wife is more like a squirrel than a deer. I know you also care. All right, all right. Explain yourself. She's Marie Kondo two point oh. Oh, for fuck's Cause sake! Because last you were the last woman you were going to leave me for was Marie Kondo. Mm. I know you. No, I don't like her. I just think she's cute. Are you done? I'm done. Uh, I. No, it's fun to say that. It, I do have fun saying it. Uh, and I'm not going to. You go ahead and continue. But the reality is, there she's not attractive to me. Uh, she's not beguiling or fascinating. There is her, her face is like a an unresolved chord, and my brain or a, or or a like a puzzle I'm trying to solve, and so. Which, by the way, is my theory about what makes a uh, an actor or an actress uh, compelling to look at on the screen. You know, you find these uh, actresses who are very beautiful in person who don't, they're just not, you just don't want to look at them. It's because their face is too perfect. Mm. But if their face is odd, like Julia Roberts or Cameron Diaz or all these people where it's like, there's something about them where you're like, I want to look at this face. And why do you want to look at that face? Because you're... Because they just have that it. No, you're trying to solve the the puzzle of their face. And she's got a a, a face that's very strange. Her eyes 
are huge and and on the sides of her head like a squirrel or a deer and she's got uh her mouth is 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 different she's not unattractive but it's different and her lips are they end too soon and they're too pointy and it's just like what is it that's my brain what is it that has me so in that love with her. That makes me want to leave my wife and marry this person. <laughs> I knew it. No. I knew it. No, but that's uh, but this is a this is a thing you want in a uh, if you're casting, I think. But you want Daniel to leave his wife. No, you want someone who's odd looking. Okay. Okay, but the show should not be good, mm. but is this is an interesting thing too. The show, in a way, is like her face. It transcends its parts. Right. So there you have it. But she's that but she's a squirrel, not a deer. Please write in at ARIYNBF or I'm on Instagram at Allison Rosen and I'm on Twitter at Allison Rosen, but the show's Twitter feed is at ARIYNBF and Daniel's at Daniel Quants. Please write in and tell us if you believed Daniel's impassioned. <laughs> well, they're not gonna believe explanation. It because you Her it up lips, like this, and they all want to be your friend too soon. They all want to be your friend, and so they're all gonna say what you want them to say. Is that true? But I want to tell you, folks, this is like Nixium, where Allison she's got Nixium, but if you want to be in DOS, the secret subgroup where you Real have the real fun, then you're a friend of Dan, <laughs> not a friend of Allison. Wait, am I the Nancy Salzman in this scenario? In this scenario, which Sider- is <laughs> where was Nancy Salzman in the DOS stuff? I it was her daughter. Oh, it right, Nancy. Lauren. It yeah, Lauren. I know, but where? But 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 where was Nancy in all of it? She just didn't take it's part a, in it. It's a good question. How much she knew? I hope that they feature her in season two of The Vow. They I'm probably very interested will. In we, they the Nancy saw, Salzman had, of it all. They had footage of her with the ankle bracelet. She had a, she pimped her daughter. Yeah. To I mean, it's that both shit's she and Lauren slept with but him. But don't distract from the point, which is I'm forming an inside Allison Rosen is your new best friend subcult. So are you? So you're the Keith here, is what you're saying? No, I'm the Allison Mack here. <laughs> <laughs> you're the Keith. Does it make you cry when I say? Ultimately, I'm your slave. Okay, let's be honest, but. <laughs> But if you want to be part of this, the FOD, it's, I'm the teaching, FODs. I'm teaching you character. It's character building. You want to be a FOD, then... Okay, then, gun to your head. What? Gun to your head. And, and it's a packet gun or whatever you said earlier. Pellet gun. Whatever. <laughs> packet <laughs> gun. You're not good at this. Gun to your head. Yes. Marie or Anya? For what? Partner for life? Yeah. Anya, you that's, know how annoying that would that's be. That's the correct was, answer. Yeah, if it was Marie, oh, you'd have to keep your house so by the Marie way, Kondo, you had the to inside so scoop on uh, Marie. She's not really that organized. It's all a ruse. It's all bullshit. We heard. Didn't we hear her car is messy? Yeah, it's the whole thing is bullshit. All right, but that's rumor. I'm just trafficking in rumors. I don't know. Don't sue me. Um, yeah, Anya. At least you live to get to live that glamorous lifestyle that you know she gets to live, where you travel around and stay in fancy hotels and spritz nice perfumes all over. You're not marrying the character. No, that's her. She's a model, honey, and she uh, advertises perfumes. Don't you know the life of a model How is did... glamorous? 
how did she get her start? Oh, I I think she was uh I think she was discovered as a model. But you don't know with these stories. Let me mm-hmm. tell you something else, folks. The stories, they're all bullshit. Hollywood is not. Mm-hmm. Nothing is what you mm-hmm. think it is. How old is she? Don't know. But I think like her dad, her dad is like, was like an international banker or something like that. Oh my gosh. So you he's probably rich. That. She's probably yeah. from money. And then, right. you know, she's from Argentina and mm-hmm. her father's from Argentina, which means he was probably, her grandfather's probably a Nazi. Who knows? I'm not saying that's true. I'm saying it's probably true. <laughs> Does she have siblings? White people, if you're white and you're from Argentina, your grandfather was a Nazi. What? Does she have siblings? No idea. What's your favorite food? Oh, stop. What? I the, the whole point of me asking you questions was... Just to see how much I knew. Yes. I, read, I read her wiki. Sue me. But unfortunately, it was disappointing that your performance just now. All I know I'm is beginning... her face and I can draw it. I don't know how, what age she was when she moved from Argentina to London. Eight, I think. <laughs> um, Did, does she play chess? I, that I don't know. She probably plays it now, but they had to memorize the 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 uh, the games, and the games are all real games, which is cool. You know how she has like a very particular way of moving the pieces on the board, and like it's mm-hmm. all very like she's like Vanna mm-hmm. White turning a letter. Mm-hmm. So that was based. They had a whole, they had uh, experts, grandmasters, who consulted. Gary Kasparov, and then this other guy who actually consulted on the writing of the book, uh, who taught them how professional chess players. And so, so all, all of that, the, the detail in that show was really great. The art department, so great. Everybody involved in that was great except the writer. Yeah. But it was fine. The writing was fine, but I can't help but think it could have been better. Where does Lily Collins of Emily in Paris rate on the face scale for for See, old now, DQ? I think she's got a more of a normal face. She's she's she is not as normal face She's syndrome. not as interesting yeah. to look at. She's very pretty, you know, uh, but in a way that's just not memorable. Uh, she's too symmetrical. She's a little bit too cute. Where's my face rank? This old thing stuck on my neck, honey. When I saw your face, I was like, buy. Buy this stock. That is an odd face. That is exactly odd enough to be a star. To be a star. Look at that face. It's so strange. And you know what? So far, huge disappointment. But this is a long-term investment. Long-term investment. You know? Now, I know you've never seen me on video, but would you say my face is more odd in person or on video? Oh, I mean, it gets odder by the day in person, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure on video. I'm sure on video, pictures. it's 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 nice to look at on video because well, I that's think how so. these things are. When you see these people, in that you think are so attractive in real life, it's like, oh, they're not actually that attractive, but they photograph well. That's like you. <laughs> Wait, sorry, which one am I? In in real life, not that attractive, but w- but when you see them on video in film, it's like, oh, they're very pretty. You know, your mom always says stuff to me like, when Daniel saw you, he thought you were the most beautiful woman he'd ever met. She's trying to trying save to your keep marriage. Us together. <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> your mom. She's heavily invested in us. Your together. mom says the most romantic things to me that you don't. That's why I bring her by because I'm like I'm not things aren't things are cooling off, mom. I need you to say some stuff. Is she lying to me? I mean, what's a lie? <laughs> really, if you think about it. What's the truth? Can we know it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what are you afraid of, honey? What are you so afraid of? Oh, are you that, Keith Renearing me? He would ask that question. Are you Keith Renearing me? Sure. Um, <clears throat> okay, then let me think. It's not, he didn't invent this, ta- this tactic. What am I afraid of? Scientology uses it too. I'm afraid that you don't actually find me attractive. Interesting. Why are you so attached to feeling, to needing me to feel, find you attractive? <laughs> I cackled. Because mm-hmm. um, you want your spouse to think you're attractive. Why are you so attached to having a spouse? Um, well, I'm not really. That's the thing. What are, you, what are you afraid of? Well, if I'm biding my time with you <laughs> and you're not that into me, then what am I doing? What are you doing? What am I doing? Are you are you afraid of not doing something? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid of inaction. You are not afraid of inaction. <laughs> that's tell you. That's if you are afraid of inaction, you are the bravest person I've ever met. <laughs> you have so much courage, and I have to commend you for that. Because every day you I face, face that fear, fear, you face that fear, and face- with such nonchalance, <laughs> with utter calmness in your spirit. I am the best at facing my fear of inaction. You by, are. I just, you know what it is? It's, ex- I, it's exposure therapy to sloth. And it is, you should write a book. Yes, honey? When it comes to compliments, yes. you are like a chest that's locked and no one can find the key. You know what it is? I feel like when I deliver compliments, no one believes me. They think I'm like bullshitting or, uh, and so I don't give them because I, I hate that feeling of being, of saying something sincere and complimentary and having people go, okay. <laughs> and have so, you seen me take a compliment? I take them so well. I give have you I, compliments though. Have I ever gone I like, okay. Yes. Just like that. Give no, me, but let's, I've, pra- I've, let's practice. Oh, stop! But I have. Okay. I, I give you compliments all the time. And when's the last one? Mm-hmm. What year is it? It's twenty. Uh, I don't know. Twenty sixteen. I'm not keeping track of when I give compliments. I don't have like my compliment diary. Like, let's see here. Hey, let, me, s- let me pull out my. Hey, I know. Hey Siri, when was the last time Daniel gave me a compliment? Well, that's not a good sign. I'm not sure I understand is what she said. Hey, Siri. Does Daniel give compliments? I'm not sure I understand. Why is she not talking, though? Maybe you have it turned off. The voice. You can turn off her voice. Well, this is no fun. This isn't a fun segment. No, cut I meant cut the all of sh- this out, Tony. I meant the whole show. Cut out, cut out this whole show, Tony. <laughs> What should he put in its place? Just what's like music. a fun? What's a fun dun, show? Dun, 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 oh, the girl from Ipanema. Yeah. I am really enjoying. It's not the same tone as this show. 
um, in that it's not a show. But t- I had Tim Heidecker on my show, and his album Fear of Death is so it's like a sincere music album. It's so good. I can't stop listening it's to very it. Catchy. But it, but that it's not pop. I mean, yeah. it's like I don't know. It's really it's like contemplative alternative folky music it's like it's uh, really it's good just, it's just good music it's, yeah it's uh, like amy sans sounds like amy mann like if you like amy mann you would like this the the co-vocalist or backup vocalist or whatever you want to call her that's featured on the album sounds like amy mann. i thought yeah. it was amy mann it was not we did uh, but we were wrong tim's a good he's a good songwriter it turns out yeah i mean i i guess it's it's weird like you think oh tim heidecker you know he's a comedian he's sort of known for being satirical about everything he does this has got to be a joke and it's not Mm -hmm. but the writing is definitely got like a a a sensibility i wouldn't call it jokey but you know it's amusing like the the point of view right in the the writing it's good uh but we don't have to promote other people's shit here we can promote our own well, I feel like everyone should sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. You can sign up for a year. Uh, and if you sign up for a year, you, you can't get, possibly get a free month if you do that. No, you get two months. What? Free. <laughs> you can't. That's a steal. You buy, you got to take advantage of that while you can. I bumped, I bumped the toy. Oh, the toy is okay. You can't afford not to do it. Literally. That's... I only speak. Stop bumping stuff. This is like a backdoor stimulus, is what we're offering. I don't even know what that means, but I'm afraid it would hurt. So it's, it's a running gag. I know it's funny. <laughs> it's, it's like Biden says he's going to do a backdoor stimulus, and then he and then he tickles put, your bunghole, tickles everybody's beehole. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would take that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting too political? (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you like what you're hearing, please leave a a nice comment on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show. Five stars. Make sure you're downloaded. Uh, Subscribed is really what I meant. And um, yeah, um, that's about it for me. Daniel? Yeah. uh, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Why aren't you? At Daniel Quantz. Um and uh I don't know other things maybe I always say I'm going to do a thing and then I don't do it because I I have the ambition but not the time. You got to do your quabby. I know I have it. It was so funny. I was going to I I I told everyone I'm going to do it tomorrow, get ready. I had a whole thing that I put up on, you know, like coming tomorrow and then the next day I think we went to your folks and I I was like, "Oh, I can just grab it out of the Dropbox and put it up there." And uh, the file I had uploaded to the Dropbox was the wrong file. You dumb fuck. <laughs> Such a dumbass. Um, so no, I'm that's a very... <coughs> excuse me. It's okay. Me. It's, it's a very okay. human mistake. Uh, I'll upload the quab. It just seems like a joke that's like, uh, is it even funny anymore? Well, um, let the market decide. But uh, I don't know. I want to do some other stuff. But... Work's been super busy, and I, no one cares about that. I stopped caring like 15 minutes ago. Daniel, let the record show you still have not paid me un compliment. I have not heard one complimentary thing come out of your mouth. It's just insult. I just right. feel like you've been dragging me. 
Okay, let's see if I can think of a compliment. Just push um, one out like your burps. Sometimes you are asleep. <laughs> okay. That's good. Okay. See, That's what... you didn't believe me that I was sincere. Okay, you're just trying to flatter me. Uh, but am I? do I look cute while I sleep? Am I good at sleeping? You don't. Like, your <laughs> mouth is like... It's like... Raiders of the Lost Ark when the face melts. Like, <laughs> Do I scrunch my face up when I sleep? No. Oh, so I, I look relaxed. What do you mean scrunch your face? Like, I like feel tense? like... Yeah, do no. I look like... No. Like no, I'm, the like, opposite. Pooping. Your face relaxes. Oh, it's like this. It's like this. <laughs> that is the most droopy. I can't see your mouth. <laughs> I do not have my tongue out. I do. That's not how I sleep. Sometimes your tongue just sags out. It <laughs> is not. No. I don't do any of that. No, you don't. Uh, are you still waiting for? A I'm still waiting for something genuine. See how you couldn't possibly know if it's genuine at this point. I'll take a lie. Uh, well, sweetheart, you are, despite everything I've said, you are extraordinarily talented. Very funny. Smarter in many regards than me, although in some ways you're not. <laughs> um, Which ways am I not? You are a great mother. Oh, wait, no, I don't want to get in the way you of my own. You are a great mother. You are beautiful, uh, although not as much in person. <laughs> no, you are. Uh, you clean up good, um, although not literally <laughs> in the house. In the in the clean up the house way, <laughs> just mean like you know shower and put on clothes way. Um, you you're a great partner. Oh. I'm very happy. Uh, despite all of our jokes, uh, I'm not actively looking to leave me for leave Anya Taylor Joy for, for anyone. Anya Taylor Joy, not even Anya Taylor Joy. But hey, Anya, if you're listening, oh, drop me a DM. Oh yeah, boy, I hope your DMs fill up with Coke Zero oh, and Anya. Coke. Seriously. Get at you. Thank you for those compliments. I don't even care if they're real or not. They felt good. They're real. They're either either those are real or I have totally given up any hope and you can't know the difference. So you might as well just believe they're real. Works for me. Do it. You guys <coughs> excuse <coughs> Whoa. Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. 